So this is about meeting where you are. And if you have questions about your life, you want to talk about anything, now is your time to do that. And I believe, Claudia, you said our first caller is Karen from Florida. Is that correct? That is correct. Let's bring our friend Karen to the show. Hi, Karen. Hello. Hi. Um, So, yes, I I guess I have a couple questions, but I have one that I know of that I want to ask about, but I guess I wanted to start with one that's a little bit more open-ended. Because okay. and I'm looking for some guidance because this year, since literally the first week of January has been, you know, I call it portal after portal and, and you get through it and something else and um, from career to, you know, family and pets and it's it's gotten me a little, I don't know, I'm in hibernation right now. I, I've been telling people I'm in a little bit energetic hibernation and I don't know if that's enough to go on or if you want more specifics. I just am looking for some. It is because when you first came on and said hello to Claudia and just tuning into your energy, I was asking what it was that you needed to know. And it was funny, it's funny, not funny. The words that come up, I have to be mindful that some of it is more symbolic than literal, digging into the words once they come. And the words came up as organized crime and I put a question mark next to it like what is that all about and it said all the things that you feel that are working against you so I asked what is needed for you to move forward and it said clarity and intention for some reason you haven't been clear with the universe about the things that you want what it is you're aiming for you're not being intentional in your actions and you're not, you haven't been moving forward based upon setting those intentions and being clear. So there was also a feeling of not that you don't have a choice, but being afraid to choose. So is any of that true? Uh, well, I, I don't like to say anything is like, well, true or not true. It's just, um, because there's just a gray area. So not being clear in my intention is more current as in my state now. But as of like February, I was I felt very clear. Um, it had to do with my speaking, uh, I'm going to say career, and was collaborating creatively, creative, creatively <clears throat> with my husband. And we went and gave this, this speech. And um, I got... Uh, even though I felt really good about it, um, the feedback, the the response was not so. And this isn't the first time that's happened. So I just started to guess, well, maybe this isn't what I want. And so when I went into this isn't what I, is this, you know, maybe not what I want. Is this a sign that there's another path um, I should be focusing on? I don't know what that is. So there comes that indecision because I kind of put all my, I don't want to say all my eggs in one basket. Um, So yes, I guess right now I don't have a clear identity or really what to give as an intention. Um, Right now I'm kind of, like I said, I have, I just kind of taking care of things at home, things, you know, with, with family that have, have come up and, um, like I said, I've just been kind of hibernating, but not, you know, I'm not looking to like not face the world. I just, I'm looking for some sort of, I've always been given some sort of sign or direction or, you know, inspiration to know, oh, golden nugget. Okay. This is where I'm going when I feel like this. So uh, I don't know if I, if that's coming or if I just need to pick a lane and just try something else or Okay, let's, let's, all right, so let's go back to you felt really clear, uh, you thought you felt very clear about your choice in January, something inspired you to make that choice, can you take a deep breath for a moment, and there's a, are you familiar with uh, emotional freedom therapy, tapping, tapping techniques, okay, so I want you to just tap on your chest bone, on your manubrium, right down the center of your chest, 
Tap there, Mm -hmm. and inwardly, and you don't have to say it out loud, you say, release, release, release. And imagine that when you're saying that word release inwardly, you imagine in your mind's eye that you're moving a curtain aside or a cloud. You're blowing that cloud away and stepping through it. And what we want to do, what we're doing by doing that is rewinding the tape back to January where you were inspired to make that choice. What is, take another deep breath and tell me, what is the first word that comes to mind when you think about make that choice you made in January? As if you're standing back there in January and you're getting ready to move on it, what's the word that comes through that was inspirational about your choice? A revelational. Okay, revelational. Now, what I want you to do is now paint me a picture. Tell me how you look in that vision, when, when you're in that state of revelation or rev, being revelational, we're both tongue-tied today. <laughs> yeah. It's, what did you look like? What did you look like? What did you see? How did you see yourself? Are you in that? Are opinion? you asking what my my vision of my intention, or at the moment that I was like like reality? What my vision? So, well, what you're doing. So, with this is like this is quantum jumping, and we know through through Einstein's unified field theory, we can rewind our tape back to the beginning of time, or we can move it forward a hundred or a thousand years into the future. Time is not linear as we have been taught mm-hmm. is that we can move through space and time to retrieve memories, go back, revisit things, or move forward to see what's going on. So here in this case, I'm asking you to rewind the tape to see the you back in January as if you're, you're walking up on stage and you're seeing the you that's getting ready to do it. And she is in oh, okay. that state of... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And we're so you want me to paint that picture. So my, my husband's already on stage because he he's helping me with keyboard and singing and so I'm walking I'm feeling very you know connected and whole um, with the ability to, to create you know with him and to, to work together because we've worked separately um, you know in the same house but on our own businesses for so many years and I uh, I feel kind of just I, I more than what I look I say how I'm feeling like you know just kind of me too. Um, You're okay. Free, free, and free, and like just, you know, in movement and energy and glowing, and like the words are just flowing, and that it doesn't even really matter what I say because, um, you know, the energy will take care of itself, and so that Absolutely. I'm not even really, yeah. Um, I agree. So in that moment, when you were talking about it, there was something that happened in there. It's like when I asked inwardly as you were talking, I was asking, so where did the energy go wonky? Where where did the disconnect pop in? And it took me to your sense of self, you being concerned about you. There was this feeling of, should I be doing this? Do I, like, like, am I honoring the energy that I brought into this life by collaborating with others? There's, there was something about sense of self that created a disconnect. Instead of choice of, this is one step will take us to the next stepping stone. So there, what happened was you, your energy moved from inspiration, revelation to judgment. There was some judgment that popped in, and I think you said it a little while ago. Was I going in the right direction? Was I going in the wrong direction? Instead of thinking right or wrong, perhaps take a deep breath for a moment and say, this is choice for now in this moment. And there's nothing that stops me from choosing. So, again, no right, no wrong. It's just choice. And does it mean that you can't adjust in the future? No, it doesn't mean that at all. There's always adjustments, transformation, growth, revitalization of plans. It, so it feels like choosing non-judgment, get back in touch with the joy that you were feeling when you had the vision that you wanted to do it. Now, I also want to say you were talking about taking care of family, doing things around the house, all that good stuff. Honey, there is nothing wrong with that, especially in the world we live in today. 
your home is supposed to be a place where you can be at rest, be at peace. If you can't be that out in the world to go within, to choose introspection, to get in tune with who you really are and the message that you want to bring to the world. And obviously, quite like me, you show up and you fly by the seat of your pants. The energy will take care of itself. So really, I don't know that you have to go into it with any broader vision than the inspiration you had to reach out and touch those that are in your sphere of influence. That feels empowering. When you get boggled down by nuts and bolts and push yourself, that's when you start to lose energy. You're right about the, um, the judgment because um, I guess my my question, why I've been questioning this, is why what, you know if if I am doing this, I'm only going to do it for joy. I'm doing it to feel that what I just described to you. That's my intention of you know how the energy in that space feels. So when more than one time it has happened that I go into that to be like you said, organized crime. It's like, what the hell? Like, I'm sorry, but like, you know, don't, don't, where does this come from? And if, and, and I, if I have sovereignty, I don't choose this. Like, if this is the response I'm going to get, no, I don't have the energy to keep going forward and doing it because I feel like I've served my rite of passage <laughs> multiple times in the work that I've done throughout my 54 years. And um, I, I'm doing something out of the joy of my heart. And if that joy turns to work, for lack of a better word, then I don't choose that anymore. So that's kind of the crossroads I'm, I'm at. Um, so I get, I get what you're saying, and I know myself well enough that, you know, the tides will change and I'll probably be inspired again and have a revelation again and, you know, try it again somewhere else. But yeah. right now, right now it, it's... Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. To stop so that. I want to. I'll, I'll add something there. When it's time for us to connect with our tribe, we know it. And if somebody shows up in our sphere of influence and they don't like us, honey, my answer is always going to be thank you, thank God, because we don't need negative energy in our field while we're trying, while we hold the intention to connect with people and change lives, to help people heal themselves, to do, to give them words of advice, wisdom, to just hold a hand, to, to love them unconditionally. We don't need people around us that are going to be haters. So when people say, I don't like what you're peddling, I don't like what you're talking about, I say, there's the door, don't let it hit your ass on the way out. You know, it's not, and I wish yeah. you well. I don't wish you any ill will, but there's there's a lot of big things that are happening in the world, right? Why do we want to weigh our energy down with the hate and the negativity and the going to war over stuff? So I, I'd like for you to take time to just get back in touch, back in tune with the you that you saw back in January. Do your quantum jumping. Go back and talk to her and see it through. And don't, I wouldn't. The challenge is in trying to get answers about why that happened. You don't need to know why. It just happened. Usually it's a lesson so that you can transcend that, those thought forms, that judgment that you had about yourself, about what it was you were doing or about whether it was right or mm-hmm. wrong, whatever it was, okay? So you just okay. the, the way I tend to handle stuff like that is to say, if the good Lord, if great, great spirit or source, means for something to happen, it will be easily and effortlessly done, that all those that are needed to make this happen will come into my sphere of influence under grace and in perfect ways, so that I'm not struggling, I'm not swimming against the current, I'm not trying to claw my way to the top. Believe me, I have spent a fair portion of my life trying to do that, and I was I was losing power and headed in the wrong direction. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly how I felt about this. And and that's exactly what I'm doing is like, okay, I'm to the point where the powers that be have to like part Mm -hmm. some waters, I think, for me to um, 
show me a little bit. And and yeah, in the meantime, absolutely. I'm like you said, I'm focusing at home. And I guess that leads me to my, um, unless you're, you have something else, it, it kind of leads into my second question, which is Go ahead. Um, more poignant. Go ahead. Um, now, I don't know if, um, I think Claudia said you are, you have pets. So um, one of the questions, and, and I don't know if this is something you do or not, but it's more medical with, with my cat. Um, we have been treating and doing holistic things for a diagnosis of small cell lymphoma, and that's sort of under control, but there's something with his nose and bleeding that is a lot at a time, and um, nobody seems to know where it's coming from, like the the, the actual um, root. Um, and I'm just looking for some clarity or insight. I don't know if if that's something that you can hone in on or not. Yeah, so it feels like, so the two areas that show up are teeth or mouth and urine. And um, and the first thing that, that gets me there, I look for primary, secondary, and tertiary triggers. You know, there are often something is triggered and nothing happens. You know, the body takes a hit. And then it takes a, something secondary to occur before the body starts to show that there, there was something else wrong that we were ignoring. So obviously, this we're looking at the, the nose not being a primary source, but what is coming through is bacteria, and that leads me to looking at uh, amoeba and protozoa. One is more bacterial, one is more virus or viral. So there are homeopathic remedies that you can use, but the other... The one thing my normal go-to that I always keep here for pets and self is um, a product made by American Biotech Labs, and it is a nano-silver, let me look at the name of it, it's called Silver Biotics, Silver Biotics. I always keep the gel around to use on the dog for ears, nose, you know, if I'm going to put anything in her mouth or on a wound or something. And then I always keep the liquid where I can add it to foods or um, I even put it in a syringe and put it up her nose when she's got some bad allergies. And that happens to animals too. But we're mm-hmm. here in this case, what the vet ought to be looking for is um, pro- pro- parasites. In the, and you have to consider the nasal cavity is connected to throat and ears. I mean, it's, there's canals all through our heads and, and necks. And so it's, Ask or maybe Google research uh, parasites in the nose that would that result in nosebleeds. And I'm happy for you to email me. Um, my email address is c s e e nicole n i c o l e at protonmail.com. Feel free to stay in touch Proton. with me after and I'll, yeah, P R O P is in Peter, R is in Randolph O. And our P R O T T is in Tom O and is in Nancy Proton Mail okay. M A I L dot com. So if you email me, I'll take a look and do a little more research with you, and make okay. sure I have your phone number too. Okay, so email me okay. and give me your phone number and, and your full name. Way we can address it. We'll see what's what else is going on, but um, I, it definitely feels like bacterial to me, which again. Um, I can't remember which is which, amoeba or protozoa, which is more. I think it's protozoa would be more virus, and don't quote me on that. I'll have to look again just to be sure. But that really, would make sense big... because he's been on antibiotics, like, a lot. So if it was bacteria, unless it's just a different type, so maybe the viral is Yeah, I'm not a vet, why it's so not... I would also, yeah. I would okay. also look <laughs> at probiotics for cats. And like my dog, I would give her a smidgen of a piece of a probiotic that I would take for myself or she's a bigger dog. So I've given her a whole one if she ends up with other issues. So when we restore good bacteria to the body, the body's immune system can build up. The silver soul Mm -hmm. technology is a nanotechnology that they've clinically trialed at 10 parts per million. It's not colloidal silver. It's processed differently. So it doesn't turn your skin purple if you take too much or, it, so that um, not, the bacteria can't survive in silver. So when I use it, I use it with the intention of we're going to go after those little buggers. Okay. Mm-hmm. But again, I 
would, I'm always an advocate of education and research. Don't buy anything or do anything until you research it a little bit better and use your intuition to tap into it. But I'll see what I can do to help you get, get a handle on it, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you, Karen. Okay, so um, <laughs> so we're back to our callers. So okay, so let's go with Ohio, New York, Arizona, North Carolina, Mexico. Oh, and I have a 504 and 914 that I need to pass their names. But whichever. Okay, let's, what does it let's feel? go with Evelyn. Let's go with Evelyn in Arizona. And okay. Hello. Hi, Evelyn. Hi. Thanks for being here today. What can I do to help you? Okay. It's kind of a one question in two parts. Okay. So I have this where I don't want to do my job anymore. So I'm looking for something new. But I also have this ailment in my body. And I'm thinking, like they say, problems health-wise, that sometimes it can be caused by your job. I wondered if that was a correlation and how I could fix my ailment in my body and if you see me getting a new job. Well, that's interesting that you said it the way you did. We could point our finger at job. However, it, our ailments, health ailments, tend to have a lot to do with our thoughts, our, our thoughts and our perception of our experiences. So obviously something around your job has been bugging you. You don't feel at ease in that space. Therefore, your body then shows you how you're thinking and feeling about that space. So job-wise, let's take a long deep breath. Are you you ready to do a little work? Okay. Okay. So are you good at visualization? Have you done any meditation in the past? I do do meditation, visualization. Sometimes I struggle with that because my mind goes all over okay. the place. And I, yeah. I'll try to walk you through it. So okay. take a nice long deep breath. And what I want you to do is imagine or visualize that you are at work. And okay. on a scale of zero to ten, zero, I, I am neutral to a number ten. I'm through the roof uncomfortable. Tell me, as you transport yourself in that space, zero to ten, what number are you? Zero, I'm neutral. Ten, I'm through the roof, uncomfortable. I'm more of a six. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to confront the you that actually, imagine that there is a you, a doppelganger, in that space that's working that job, and we're going to talk to her. Okay. So take a nice, long, deep, and I want you to imagine being there in that space and, and you're watching yourself, your doppelganger, do that job. Tell me when you see her. I, okay, got it. Okay, and now what I want you to do is walk up to her and say hi. And, and you don't have to say it out loud. This is all inner work, but I want you to share what she says. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask her, what is it she's uncomfortable with in reference to her job where she's a six? What is she at odds with? Well, do you want me to answer that? Yes, please. Look, going from me to her, <laughs> it's kind of the scenario of. Um, has a lot to do with um, the, the the way the customers are and the mundane of it all. Yep, got and it. Heavy. Yeah, the words came through ordinary and not seen. Like mm-hmm. just they're doing a job, almost non-existent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now what I want you to do is ask her, the you that they're working in that space, and ask her to project herself forward two years from today. So we're talking about April 28th, 2025. 
And we're going to ask her to show us what she's doing April 28th of 2025. So to take you there. All you have to do is say, show me, and let her take you there. Take a deep breath and imagine you're just walking through doors until you get there. And describe what you see. And if you don't get anything, it's okay. I'm, I'm not getting anything. Okay, so the it showed up as the word challenging came up, but it also says I don't have to directly deal with people. Right. Um, there was a feeling of should it be human or animal, and there was some sense of ease around being with animals or being in nature and being quiet, as opposed mm-hmm. to all the noise, all the noise that humans make. Mm-hmm. So then, then the other thing that comes to mind is if you've ever wanted to educate yourself further, when you think about learning something new, what trips your trigger? Like what makes you feel excited to learn? <clears throat> well, there was a there's part of me that would has this, um, you know, to. Because I have Reiki 1 and 2, and I was thinking, you know, go along those lines. But then my mind goes, and and I know this is not what we're supposed to do kind of thing, but it's like, you, but you do. It's like, how can I afford to live and pay my bills? You know, if I was to go along those lines. So that or my mind is right now just like, you're right about the people. I really don't want to be around people. It's not like I don't like people or anything like that. I just, I guess I'm just so exhausted with the environment I'm in that I was just thinking of doing something at home. And if I wanted to go places or do something, my job can come with me without me having to worry about looking for another job again if I was to relocate or do anything like that. Okay. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, I had nothing. I grew up so rural, I didn't know a whole lot back then. So I didn't know what opportunities were out there other than being a teacher, a nurse, uh, you know, a wife. (laughs) Okay. Did you know that there are teaching platforms where you can, like, uh, VIP Kids and Dada ABC. I'm not sure if Dada ABC is still out there. I think it might be Dada, D-A-D-A, but where you can teach Chinese children English or so my my thought is, honey, there are plenty of teaching platforms that you could get involved in. You can go get your TESOL certification. Um, I mean, easy peasy. You may spend a few bucks. And some, if you already, let's say, a local school or an online school and you say, you know, I want to get my, my certification. I want to work for you. How much can I make per hour? Um, these are the certifications or degrees I have right now. What can I earn based upon that? And then you set your schedule. Like when I taught Chinese children English, I worked with Dada ABC at the time. I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning because Mm -hmm. I was dealing with children in China. However, it was probably one of the most fulfilling, loving thing I think I've ever done with my life. Those kids were so beautiful. I put tears to my eyes to think about it. And when Uh I finally said goodbye, I was saying goodbye to the institution itself, how it worked and how it didn't really care about the teachers, that it was, they were very driven about those kids, what they wanted those children to learn. So I'd put in an extra three hours after it was time to sign off and not get paid for those three hours. So there's some research to be done, but I want you to know there are institutions, if you love teaching or if you want to go into nursing, There are ways, there are funds available that you can tap into to go to school or you start and you work and then you get a bump in pay once you get other certifications. So, Well, I'm kind of too old to go into those environments now. I'm like... Too old? Yeah, I'm going to be 65, so... You're never too old. You're never too old. That's not well to go back to school. Thing. But to get a certificate, I could probably see myself doing. But to get a degree, I don't see that happening. And you don't. You don't need a degree, so to speak. It can oh, just okay. be. It can just be the certificate, like TESOL certification. So looking at what what you need to be a part time teacher or teacher online, what those organizations look for. Um, mm-hmm. Have you done it in the past? Your experience, your references, things like that. Look. 
I'm gonna, your challenge is going to be staying out of judgment and getting back to considering what brings you joy. And if you can see yourself at enjoy doing something, then don't let your judgment take a seat at the table here. You are, you are self-sabotaging by doing that. So if you want to do something, do some research to see how There are so many different ways to get things done today. Uh, unlimited possibility, only limited by your imagination and your willingness to do some research. So, I mean, short of you and I getting together, if, if you choose to get a full reading, then you can email me and say, I want a full reading, sign me up, and I'm happy to, to do an hour, hour or so session with you. Okay. When can you share the email again, Nicole? Can you I'm share the email? Can you share your email again? Sure. It's C S E E Nicole N I C O L E at protonmail dot com. P is in Peter R O. P is in Tom O. N is in Nancy. Mail M A I L dot com. C Nicole at protonmail dot com. So I'm happy to get you signed up. We'll do a reading, and then that will open some doors. Sometimes you just need need to break free of where you've been and see all the different possibilities that are available for you and to you. Okay, Evelyn, don't beat yourself up over this. I mean, there's a. I think that there is a way once you get out of judgment and just say, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do with, let's say, the next year of my life, two years. It doesn't matter. This is what brings me joy. I mean, for me, it's like this work. I don't know when the money's coming and how it's going to come. I just know what I love about what I do. And the universe always manages to provide. So I stay open and plenty of new doors open because of that neutrality. Staying out of that supercharged negative energy, negative thought forms. It doesn't matter. It's I mean, I, we all have to pay our bills, but if you're in alignment with what brings you joy, then it's like, it's like money becomes like a rabbit. It multiplies when we are in that state of joy. So imagine treating money as if it is alive. It has energy. If you're negative and upset about it all the time and all your past experiences say, I'll never have it, I'll never be enough, there will never be enough, then you repel your abundance. What you want is imagine that it's a rabbit or puppy dog and it's got dollar signs on it and, it and it's loving all over you and you're loving all over it and it multiplies when you're in a state of joy. You're excited about the magic that comes when you just follow what moves your soul. And most people don't do it. They're, they've been taught to put their blinders on, go to work, pay the bills, and then wonder where life is and where it went. So this is choice. Do you want to shift your thinking or do you want to stay with those old thought forms that are self-defeating and not see that there's a number of other possibilities out there? So 60 years old, 50 years old, 90 years old, I don't think it matters. I mean, I know women who said in their 80s that they wanted to be doctors and followed through and, and got their doctorate at 95 years old. It, it doesn't matter how old we are. It's just... Go after what brings you joy. Stop letting anybody or anything stand in your way. Just go for it. Yeah, so keep having fun. And uh, we're going to go to Louisiana. We have first-time caller, Debbie, and then we're going together to Puerto Rico before we can see more people, okay? So let's okay. bring okay, Debbie and then Christine in Puerto Rico. All right, first, Louisiana. Yeah, this is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Um, Yeah, my question is, I'm kind of, I'm in a transition. I, um, uh, a big transition, and I'm, I don't, um, I don't know where to move from here. I'm kind of stuck. Um, I'm in between jobs, and my last job was pretty dramatic um i was doing well but it was like a he said she said and these almost like a group vampire situation um i was very successful and i don't know if that's the reason that 
people wanted me out because um, even though they're not competitive, they don't want to see someone else doing well, I guess. I don't know. But um, it was just crazy. And I don't know if I should just accept that and move on because it seems to happen a few places I go. And my mom's like, get a lawyer, write a lead letter. But I feel like this there's something that I'm not getting here. Yeah. Um, yeah, the words I'm and, getting is catch and release. It's like, did I – so the question I would be asking, I would be turning inward to speak to my my internal – command center or genius or goddess, whatever you, your higher self, and and ask, did I learn everything I needed to learn from this particular position? Did I learn what I needed to, to? Because typically, you know, when we're talking about stepping stones, we're moving through different spaces. We pick up something, and when we've learned whatever that is, the energy will shift, and then it's time for us to move on it's time to move on to learn the next thing, okay? So whether it's you work for yourself or you work for somebody else, but it also helps you be really, you learn to be intentional about the kind of people you want in your space. Mm-hmm. And if you're empathic, like many people right. are, and just dismiss, then you want to be around people that aren't energy vampires, like you've talked right. about, okay? So... So let me ask the question of the job itself, the nuts and bolts of the job itself. Did you find any joy in the work that you were doing? Let's not let's not focus on the people, but the the joy of the job, the work. The last one, no. But like I said, it's a pattern. The one before, I did. Um, this so one, you did it because it was no. easy because you knew it. You've done it before. Yeah. It was a way to make money. Actually, so yeah, I was going back to a job I used to have because it it was close to. Um, I took my mother in during the pandemic, and um, I wanted to be really close to the house. And my actually, my apartment did catch on fire. It wasn't her fault, but um, so yeah. But big clues. Yeah. So that's what we call coyote medicine. The shamans would say you've got coyote medicine in your life, and there's a story that goes with it. So that is that the coyote's walking down the street and he gets run over by a steamroller. He pops up on the other side and he goes, "What?" Was that a steamroller? I think I better go back and look. And he gets hit again. (laughs) And he does it again. So where we think that we need to fit ourselves back into that space where we we say, you know what, we need to just pay the bills. We don't need to let the light from within me that I brought into this life shine through. I just need a job where I can pay my bills. And this is easy because I've done it before. I know the people. I know the wickedness that's there, the drama. You end up becoming your own coyote, okay? You, oh, my you God. It's so true. You run over again and again. So now what we want to ask is what is, okay, so that's interesting. When I just align my energy with your highest and greatest good and your animal totem that represents where you're headed, deer shows up, D-E-E-R. So what I want you to do is Google animal totems or brave or whatever search engine you use. Um, Animal totems, T-O-T-E-M-S, comma, deer, D-E-E-R. And what that means is the message behind deer medicine is confronting life issues and work with gentleness and intuition. So it feels like whatever position you're, whatever it is you're going to choose to do, it's using that state of empathy that comes naturally for you and touching lives softly, gingerly, um, with humility and and being compassionate as mm-hmm. well as intuitive. So have you been, I mean, the thing that comes to mind, and this is what's considered an analytic overlay in remote viewing, it's a storyline that the mind wants to jump to, like it wants to finish the story. Where my brain jumped to finish the story is like somebody who takes care of someone else or other people. Yeah. And there are a number I'm... of different positions that you can do that with. Yeah, my um, and these women or people, the vampires, they remind me of my mother who moved back in. Not that the problem ever went away with critical people, 
but it's like a like that coyote story when I when you're saying when I, she moved in, like my childhood problems came back. Yeah, well, but, I mean, I, never, yeah, you got to make friends with them. So you know what that turns to, what that how what that equates to in my mind is. When we're when we find ourselves with critical people, you keep telling yourself that your voice, your own truth, doesn't matter. That they have authority over you. And life and business or or partnership is just that it's partnership. And we each think and feel differently. No two people are going to think and feel the same. You learn to use your voice, and that is you're not when somebody is critical something that's going on, you could say, well, that's really interesting. However, I'd like to offer my point of view. So you give, it, you, you give yourself a chance to step up, be an advocate in your own life to say, I, I love that that's the way you think. However, my truth is a little different. Would you like to hear it? And it, it enter, you enter into a partnership in communication. You learn how to communicate without stomping all over each other but that you mm. choose to be present in your own life and not disappear, not let yourself. That's what I feel like. Life. I feel like I'm disappearing. Yeah. Yeah, honey. Because so I don't. Your challenge, your challenge is going to be in speaking up. Speaking she, up, but, but when remember, I speak, dear, you need dear medicine. When I speak You've up, got to get in tune with it. Wait, say that again? So if you're going to choose to speak up, you do is look up animal totems, comma, deer medicine. And review no, no, the power, the, the strength okay. and weaknesses of deer medicine. People Animal say totem. I like the last, the last job they said I that I was threatening, and I didn't even go around these people. And like, we don't realize what, the edge that we carry based upon the experiences that we've been through. So you obviously have felt as if people have stumped on you before. So if somebody else is picking up an edge or a sharpness. It's something that's left, that's unresolved within you. And you feel that edge, like just you and I having the conversation, what your body, the energy I feel coming from it has to do with, like you have to appear in your life. And it's almost like because people have treated you critically or callously before, that you feel like you need to have that edge in order to be heard. So now if you choose to understand dear medicine and you stand in your power and you stand for who you are, you don't have to carry a sharp knife or you don't have to have an edge in your conversations. You can welcome people into conversations and partnerships with you, being gentle and intuitive. You know, when I, when I find that I'm up against adversity, the first thing I want to do is seek to understand somebody else's viewpoint. I don't want to force my viewpoint on somebody. I don't even want to tell them what my viewpoint is until until it becomes necessary to do that. So I take the stance of I want to understand what you're thinking and why you're thinking it. Okay? And if you want to do some work around it, I'm happy to do some consulting and personal partnership with you. I'm, unfortunately, we're, we probably have a line of people here. So are you okay with, with what we've shared so far? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I will, I will contact you. All right, honey. You take care, Debbie. Thank you. Christine? Hi, thank Hello. you for taking my call. You're welcome, Christy. Thanks for coming today. How can I help you? Um, I am also struggling with my finances. So I am just wondering if you can pick up on anything about how, when my finances will pick up or because I wanted to take a trip back home um, coming up soon and I don't have the money coming in the way that I want it to be so that I can do that. I don't know if you see that happening or just anything about my finances, if you can pick up anything. Okay. So it feels like, um, so the words that come through is lack of planning. Now, uh, the first thing was, the first thing I wanted to ask was what have your experiences with money been? However, I kind of feel like I, I can I can tap into that. So okay. then it leads me to your 
your intention of, I want to take a trip back home. So then that led me to lack of planning. So what I would like for you to do is tell me whether you've done the research into plane fare, hotel, car, uh, what it would take for you to take this trip. Do you know how much you're going to need? No, I did not. I have not done that research. Okay. So my suggestion is to, I want you to keep in mind that the universe feeds off of your thoughts. It feeds off of your direction. So if you say, I want to go home and this is how much it's going to cost. Let's say it's going to cost Mm $2,000. And you say to the universe, I don't think I need to know where the money's coming from. I just need to believe in the magic that I'm (laughs) setting the intention to go and you are going to show me where that money's coming from. And you imagine that, see, it's the thought, the alignment of you moving forward. You're, You're living as if it's, so you never think of things as coming in the future as the mind keeps it in the future. If you right. see it, feel it, touch it, and possess it and plan for it as if it's yours right now, the universe says you're in that will be. You're not in the will be-ness. You are in the beingness. I am right. it. I'm on my way, and the money is already here. So often we as humans, we get caught up in the nuts and bolts. Well, we, we want to do this, but how are we going to do it? We don't like our job. We're trying to make a transition. We don't, we don't have what we need. But we have to ask ourselves, is that really true? Is that, so if money and with frog skins and all the things that we think we need to survive were to go away, which could very well happen in this economic climate that we're dealing with right now around the world, if we don't have cash, then there are ways to make things happen. There are ways to acquire the abundance that we need to make those trips. So digital currencies, have you considered, at, like, planning ahead and, and acquiring some pennies, you know, it's, it's looking into different means, diversifying your holdings in different ways. Um, there's, I mean, we're looking at a total global reset of, of money at some point here in the near future. So it makes sense to look into all the different forms, potential forms of currency that we're going to have access to, okay? So uh, my suggestion is plan ahead. Find out how much it's going to cost for those things and then get excited about making the trip and say, and look at when, like if you're saying plane fare for, and you say, I want to go, my, my intuition tells me I'm supposed to go in June. So you look for plane fare and hotels and whatever for June. And then you say, okay, spirit, God, universe, I'm giving you till May to come show me where the money is, May, the end of May, in order to purchase the tickets for the end of June. So you get clear. And when you, the universe loves it when we plan and then we give it a timeline. And we say, this is when we're going, and you're going to show me where it's coming from. And then you, when you start to see the magic, you get excited about how the universe really does work with your thoughts and actions. Right. I, I am very familiar with this, and I, I do, you know, I have manifested money in the past, but it's not just the trip that I'm concerned about. And I, I do believe that I do believe that it's possible, and I hope that it will happen. But it's more so like a few months back, I, I manifested a, a good amount of money, uh, a monthly salary for myself. But after just like two or three months, that money kind of like dwindled, and I'm not sure why. And I'm just I'm just looking for a steady source of income or steady financial, so that I don't have to worry about you know, find money, and I've been trying to manifest that, and I'm not sure why, you know, I'm just not sure how do I, how do I make sure that I'm financially free or just set so I don't have to worry about these types of things? Well, you said something a little while ago. You said, I hope it will happen. That leads us back to when we use the word hope, we're, we hope that things will change. We hope that leads us back to that it's coming in the future. We hope that it's coming in the future or we hold the intention that it's going to happen instead of living in that moment right now. So if we were to say, I am choosing a steady source of income right now, what are you willing to do to make that happen? And if I were to answer that question, let's say I had to go back to, and I used to clean houses, new construction, commercial, residential, and I made, made darn good money doing it. 
and I had other people that worked for me at the time. And what I found out was if I didn't do it myself, then it wasn't going to get done right. If I So there, there are thoughts that we have that spiral our energy down that lead us down the rabbit hole of self-induced failure or seemingly fail, failing at something. So if I had to go back to work to make money and I needed money now or abundance now so I could go buy groceries or pay a bill, where I am located, I'd go out and start a cleaning business. I'd go clean houses. I know I could do three or four per day at 25 to $35 per hour. So I'd be busy making money and bringing that money in, and I'd live in the present moment. So for you, if you need that money right now, think about your, your skills and abilities and how you can be your best advocate. People right now tend to not want to work. They're waiting for something to happen in the world. Don't wait, then, and do something about it. So whether it's going to clean horse dogs or go groom dogs or, you know, think about what, who or what you love to be around. Go garden for a gardening company or a landscaper. Be quiet all day and move rocks for somebody. It doesn't really matter what you do. It's you, your time with the universe and your, your choice about compensa- getting compensation for your time. Go, go be a Girl Friday for some elderly folks in your community and, char- and say, this is compensation that I would like to charge for my time. And they need help, and they pay you your money every day. I mean, there's a lot of people who live life that way. They live day to day, and they it's one foot in front of the other, and perhaps that's the challenge today. It's not looking for that, that steady income. There's so much insecurity around the world that it's important for you to know that you can do something standing on your own two feet. Perhaps it's that simple. So unless you have some disability that keeps you from getting out and connecting with people and doing things, go clean somebody's garage or clean cars. Wash the interior, wash exterior, do, I mean, again, abundance is only limited by your creativity. Joy, what do I want to do today to make some money? And if you don't know, then you ask the universe. If you believe in God, whatever whatever deity you believe in, to say, I'm willing to work, send somebody who needs me that wants to pay, and I want them to invite me in and offer me, offer some money and say, I need to hire somebody to do this. And you go, oh, I can do that. You understand. Get in the flow. Don't stand back and wait for the flow to catch you and, and take you out to sea. Step in and do something about it. Yeah, and Nicole, you're so right. And you know, I, I think also it's the idea of I have to do this for the rest of my life. No. It's not for the rest of your life, it's for today, to have something different to do today that gives you the earnings that you are wanting today. That's it. We don't, we're not, there's no guarantee of tomorrow. So it makes sense for you to learn how to live in the now. It's a, there's a book written by Dan Millman, uh, M-I-L-L-M-A-N, I think, I believe it is. And it's called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And there's such a great lesson in that is we get so caught up in looking somewhere down the road at I'll be happy when or I'll be happy if. Instead of choosing in the moment, how can I learn how to be in this present moment and really love that moment? If it's shoveling horse crap or dog poop out of kennels or digging ditches or holes or or cleaning somebody else's house or garage, it shouldn't matter. It's how can I be in this moment with myself in this space and quiet and make some money and just be at peace in my life? So getting in tune with what, you know, when you talk about working for other people, remember our thoughts repel or draw in energy. doesn't matter whether they're good or bad. Whatever energy you put into it, negative or not, negative emotions are still going to attract experiences. Chances are they're going to be negative experiences. So you want to choose joy-filled thoughts, joy-filled emotions. Those bring in those things that you desire to have in your life. So the universe feeds whatever our emotional state is, good or bad, doesn't matter. It's the energy that you put into it. So if, if every thought you have is a prayer and the universe hears it, you don't want to think negative thoughts. You don't want to feel and, and inspire more negative emotions. 
to come whack you in the back of the head or rip the rug out from under your feet. Take it deep breath. So, Christine, if you need more help and you want to get in tune, you need a reading, get in touch with me. Email address steenicole at photonicole.com or text me at 704-791-7638. Happy to set up a reading with you if that's what you want to do. And we'll have a teaching platform up and running soon. The new website is almost ready. Almost here. So thank you, Nicole, for everything. Thank you, everybody, for being here. See infinitely with Empowering Treaties, Nicole Myers Henderson. We're coming back next month, which is in May 26th with Nicole. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks, Claudia. Love you. It's time. Come, see.